Welcome back to the AFJ podcast, where we are equipping you to take action for Jesus. My name is Christian, and I am your host of the podcast. And if this is your first time listening, thanks for joining us. But grab your pen, your piece of paper, and your coffee or whatever you're drinking and get ready for some incredible gospel-centered content. Today, I'm joined with Luke Wright, and he gets to share a little bit of his story and his pursuit for student pastor role at a church one day, uh, and just all the things the Lord has done in his life across uh, the last several years, especially. Um, But uh, I'm looking forward to how he challenges us. And so uh, get ready to take some notes because it is a great conversation. Let's jump right in. All right, Luke, why don't you just start with sharing, sharing your story? Uh, what, what has brought you to the point where you're at today? And uh, I mean, you, you're pursuing a degree to, or pursuing a student pastor role uh, long-term is if, you know, if I'm seeing things correct on social media, I think that's what you've said multiple times. Uh, mm-hmm. So what, what brought you to that decision? Um, it's, sort of short, not necessarily boring or long story, but I grew up in the church um, throughout my life, my parents, and it was, it wasn't my choice. It was my parents dragging me to church. And at times, most of the time throughout, even like beginning of high school, I didn't want to be there. I was a, I was a fake Christian. Like, I'm just going to put that out there. Like I went there, I sang, I shook people's hands at church and then I just go home and I go back to my worldly ways and I hang out with my worldly friends. And that was my life all the way through like, let's say sophomore year of high school and during that sophomore year of high school I actually got to go on a mission trip to Montana to work on an Indian reservation and we painted houses there for them during that time our pastor and our leads there um, was challenging the kids just to look up your name and what it meant and my name Luke in Hebrew is bringer of light and that didn't mean anything to me at the time so fast forward Mm -hmm. a couple years to my senior year of high school I got another chance to go on a mission trip to the Philippines. So in Manila there, my pastor, along with uh, some pastors in the Philippines, had a meeting there. And the person who, my pastor is a Spanish speaking pastor. So okay. he did a lot of English. And this was his first time gonna be preaching in English to these pastors and these students. So his English was like amazingly perfect. And it was definitely God pursuing him and pushing him. But in the middle of his sermon, and at the end of his sermon, his emphasis was on how we need to be the bringer of light for people. And at that time, it's like, oh my gosh, it just clicked. Like, I was on a mission trip before, and we talked about what my name meant, bringer of light. And mm-hmm. it just didn't resonate then, because I needed to be on that one, that one place at that one time, just for that to happen. And then I needed yeah. to be Nilla in the Philippines to hear that second part of the whole sermon. So long story wow. short, it's like, then it all clicked, and it's like, wow, I need to like stop living for the world. I need to really get into this. Like, this is definitely what God has on my life. And ever since that, it's been literally amazing. The stuff that God has shown me throughout the scriptures and with my family life too. Um, Not saying my family life was bad or anything, but we didn't necessarily read the Bible together or do anything. We just went to church and stuff like that. But now even with this time of like, um, like this time of stay with the coronavirus, We've been getting into the Bible like as a family, and it's been absolutely great, the discussions we've had and stuff That's like cool. that. But uh, I ended up meeting this guy at a youth camp that we worked at in the summer, and he was a counselor that wasn't supposed to be in my cabin because I was counseling. And this was mm-hmm. after after the, the second mission trip, excuse me. 
And his name is Colton, and he is my roommate today at Crown College. So I wasn't going to Crown College at the time either. I was going to a technical college, and I was going to get um, my generals done, and then I was going to try to transfer to a four-year university. I'm trying to do something with, like, finances, keeping it cheap doing the general route. But uh, yeah. he ended up talking to me and saying that, yeah, he's on the who's on the football team at Crown College. And I was thinking, oh, Crown College, what's that? He's like, oh, it's like a biblical school. I'm doing youth and family ministry. And God put him in my cabin when he wasn't supposed to be there. And just having him in my cabin was like, oh, my gosh. Like, And then he ended up being my roommate at Crown College. It was pretty crazy and how God worked that all out. So to get to Crown College, I needed that person in my cabin midsummer to like mm-hmm. even notice me or tell me about Crown College and what it is. Because I had no idea it even exists. It even existed. And apparently mm-hmm. my pastors by my church have like degrees from Crown College, and I didn't even know that. So it was, it was pretty crazy that how God put him in my life for sure. And then having him as my roommate. So I went there and I played soccer there. And that was like the thing. Like I wanted to play soccer and I wanted to just do youth or um, film and video production. Mm-hmm. And I started living not necessarily for the world again, but I was, I was getting away from God for sure. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm very thankful that God put Colton in my life because he definitely reared me on track and we read the Bible here and there at night. And we had some of the same classes. And since it's a Bible college, we needed to go to the chapel. And we had some Bible classes that we needed to take. And that was really, really crucial and really helped me. And just overall, that's <laughs> ended up leading into youth and family ministry. Like, all right, God, I'm yours. Here I am. <laughs> that's awesome. That's and it. now, did you say that you were, you were a counselor as well at that camp? Or was that like your senior year camp? That was, no, I was a, I was a counselor at that camp. So this was You my were a counselor that mission trip and that's when i that's when the other part clicked when the pastor was talking about being the bringer of light and how we need to be light bringers for people uh-huh. and meaning like bring the word as in light is the yeah. word yeah uh, so yeah then that following senior year i graduated and then that summer i went to this camp Got and it. i was already taking courses at a technical college so i was camp counseling for a group of like probably fifth and sixth graders at the time and Mm -hmm. supposed to be in a cabin next to me but accidentally got put in my cabin with me and he did it like we did like a cool council thing so it's just crazy it is it is so crazy how that ended up but yeah yeah. and and uh and being able to look back at something like that and you know i've got stories just all throughout my life that if if this didn't happen if I wasn't here and I wasn't, you know, just same, same kind of thing. I wasn't supposed to be there, but the Lord uses these very specific moments to bring us where we're at. And I just think it's, it's so cool uh, to me when you see something like that, because you look at it and in the moment, it makes absolutely no sense, but then you're able to look back at it and everything like, like you can't imagine it done any differently. It, it is crazy that the things he puts you through right now, or the things that he has for you in store in the future are just like so much greater. And we always think day to day, like, Oh my gosh, why is yeah. this? Yeah. Like, how can I be going through this? Like, God, where are you in this? But he has such a bigger plan for us. And it, it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. Everything. No, seriously. I love that. I love that. So what is, um, what's God been teaching you today? What's so what I, in this time, God has definitely been teaching me patience especially with being stuck down with my family and stuff like that. Like I have (laughs) 
and we're always competing with each other because that's just my brother nature and they're very close to me in age i have like they're like three years apart three years older and three years younger and then i have another younger brother but uh it's one of those things where definitely patience whereas um as as well as patience but like having too many irons in the fire like doing too many things at one time saying yes 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 i can do this and then having to let people down like oh i, I can't do this i have something else going on yeah Which, like yeah. a really big thing that i've learned it's okay to say no sometimes um but at that same time i don't want to get too many things on my plate or have too many irons in the fire where i can't get into like god's word or what he has for me that day and i feel like patience is definitely like a very big key to that so i've been definitely praying for patience and just wisdom and discernment in this this time right now especially Whereas I'm stuck at home, what better is there to do than like read the word or, you know? Yeah, yeah seriously. That's, that's one thing that I've been, <clears throat> excuse me. That's one thing that I've really been encouraging my student ministry with is you, you have so much free time on your hands uh -huh. and there are like, you don't know the, the Bible front to back inside and out, like get exactly. deeper, grow, learn more. Um, I'd show, I've got a, a stack of, you know what, let me grab it real quick. All right. I've got a stack of, of just different theology books that, uh, that I've been diving into during this time. Because yes, sir. I, I want to take my, I want to take my scriptural knowledge deeper. I want to, to learn more and, and continue to sharpen that knowledge. Um, exactly. but I, I love what you, what you were talking about, uh, and the way that, that I've, uh, often heard it said, and then, you know, used it myself is good things versus God things. You know, we mm. can say yes to everything, every good thing. Uh, but until we learn to say no to the good things and yes to the God things, like what you were describing, our life is going to be cluttered it is going to. Uh, ultimately, we aren't going to find the time to do the God things. And, and what we do accomplish is, uh, isn't going to be accomplished to the best of our ability. Yes, I hear you, for sure. Yeah, that is crazy. I love that. I love that. So what's your, what's your um, biggest, uh, and maybe we've mentioned this and talked about it a little bit already, but your biggest current passions or pursuits? I would say like, right now currently my biggest passion is using the platform that god has given me to actually like reach those people in a godly manner and not a worldly manner like i definitely struggled with um social media before whereas i had some following from um acting modeling and other things beforehand and i didn't use it for god so making sure that like i'm dedicating it to god and it's for god's purpose and just sharing the word um, with all those people that I have on that platform that God has blessed me with is like a major importance. So that's definitely like a passion and a goal for me as well. But looking like five years down the road, I just, I just want to be <laughs> almost settled down um, in a church somewhere or even like traveling or even like wherever God puts me, like, obviously I'm not going to yeah. choose to be, but uh, just being with the kids and doing the degree that I'm studying for is like just the overall goal, having something, that I know God is pushing me to and actually living that out is like mm -hmm. the, the big, big goal. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to walk away. I don't want to fall away from that or anything like that. Cause God is good. And he's like shown me so many times, just like how he's worked in my life and how he's worked in my family's life, my brother's, my father's, my mother's life. And it's just like, yeah. 
believe that at times, like I threw him to the side and it's like, oh my gosh. But those are like yeah. two, two or a few of my bigger passions and goals for the future. Yeah, I love that. I'm reminded of, you know, the story of Hosea in that and how we have a God who is constantly pursuing us. Yes. Even no though we're unfaithful. Yeah. It's, uh, Man. Here's, here's a question I have. Um, yeah. just, and, and it's the question I often like asking people that, uh, that I get the chance to interview, uh, especially people with a platform like yours. Um, what are some things that you do on whether it's daily, weekly, I mean, just in your routine, uh, to, um, to protect yourself from it going to your head? I would say definitely making sure that I'm actually in God's word because in God's word, it makes you like, not necessarily like non-humble, but it's, it's humbling because you're in God's word and you see God's love throughout the scriptures and he's working yeah. with people. God is working with people that, especially on his time on earth, you never really saw him with like the popular people or the people that are really like high, high up. He was always walking with the fishermen who were considered yeah. like obviously lower than uh, most people. So he was, and like the blind men and the lame men and just like all the miracles he did was with people who were like struggling or per se, I don't want to say struggling. That sounds kind of um, bad, but um, not in the best worlds with the higher up people. So I would say that's probably like, probably what I got for you right there. I love that. I love that. That's good. Remembering to be in God's word and remembering where you are at. I mean, exactly. he came for the lowliest of the lows. I love that. I love that. Okay. What's your favorite Bible verse? So my favorite Bible verse is actually my dad's favorite Bible verse as well. It's uh, Proverbs 16, three, and it's commit thy works and thy actions to the Lord and your plans or thoughts will be established. That's like a mixture of like a KJV and an NLT version put into uh -huh. one. Um, yeah, I, I love it more or less because I try to like live my life by that and it's good. Like making sure that I'm doing things and they're for the Lord and not for myself and my own glory, but they're for his kingdom yeah. glory. And throughout doing that, I definitely see like how he has blessed me through that and giving me opportunities that I never thought I've had. But that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so one of the big things that I have, I desire this podcast to be all about is practical application. Um, I love I love deep conversations, uh, but if I don't know where to take them, I don't feel like they're any use for me. And so uh, here's here's my uh, as we we kind of wrap up here. What is something that uh, that's a takeaway from our conversation that you really think, hey, 15-year-old, uh, 25-year-old, I mean, whoever's listening to this, this is your next step. This is what you need to take away and do from this. Yeah, I would, I would have to say, given the current time that we're in with uh, the pandemic and just being at home and being together, God is definitely trying to tell us something and he has words for us and he wants to show us stuff. And there's a big spiritual battle going on for ourselves only because we're at home and we're not doing things in our normal life. And he's taken away those, like, I would say idols of things that we did normally, like maybe like work or sports and stuff like that. Like big entertainment industries close down their sports. Like that's an idol for some people. And I think taking away that God is definitely telling us that we need to get back to him. He's the focus. And just mm -hmm. making sure that we're getting into the scripture is like a really big thing because he has words for us 
And by getting into the scripture, he's going to unleash so much more for us. And you're going to be surprised and you're going to be happy. You're going to want to learn more. Like, I find that a lot is like, as I learn more, it's like, obviously you get like, you smile about it and you, you think, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. That is so cool. I love it. And then you just want to learn more and you dive in deeper and deeper. And it's great. Like it's, you find it fun. And a lot of people will find it like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to read the Bible, but yeah. they actually do it and see what he has for you. And you listen to his words. It's like, I want more. <laughs> it's awesome. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I, just to take us back a step in the conversation for just a minute. Um, yeah. Uh, I think th- that a deep heart desire, if, if, if we're, honest with ourself is to be known. Uh, and there, there is, uh, I'm certain a ton of people who watch your, your TikTok and just watch your platforms that desire that. Uh, but I love, I love what, where you're in, in this, in this challenge is getting back to him. Uh, because it, it changes the, the perspective from a selfish one to a selfless one, one that is no longer about our desires, but about who he is. Uh, and, and ultimately, when we get that right, uh, we, when he isn't just you know, a check box of something that we're doing, when he is what our entire life revolves around, then the rest of our life starts to make sense. We start to uh, to have or to to work out the relationships that we desire from a godly perspective, we start to use our platforms in a way that honors him and not saying that that he 's going to bless you with a a platform of hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of followers or whatever but I, ultimately it isn 't about the size of your platform it 's about the way that you use your platform yes. And you can't, you can't get back to him without first being intentional about it. You know? Oh yeah, correct. I love that. I love that. Luke, I, uh, I greatly appreciate you coming on and just sharing a little bit about who you are and, and, and what the Lord's been doing in your life. Um, where can, can anyone listen to this connect with you? What's the best ways? Um, if they want to connect with me, I do read my DMS on Instagram. Um, sometimes it does take a bit, but I do read through them. And if you have questions, I definitely try to answer them, especially if they're God questions. Love that. (laughs) Making sure they're God questions is like a big key. Or if you have just a question in general about faith is just, is great. Um, otherwise you can always email me. My email is linked to my um, Instagram as well. So that's definitely. I'll have all of this down in the description too. Awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll throw your, your Instagram, your TikTok, and your, your email down there. Um, no awesome. Well, Luke, seriously, thank you for coming on. And uh, man, I, I pray that this conversation was just as encouraging uh, for you as it was for me. Awesome. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. He is the focus, man. That is such a great word, Luke. Thank you for sharing. Uh, And y'all, go connect with Luke. And remember uh, that when you are in pursuit of Jesus, it has to be an intentional pursuit of Jesus. Uh, But ultimately, we all need to be striving daily to get back to him and to get into his word and continue to grow in our knowledge of the scripture and who Jesus has called us to be. As always, I love you. I'm praying for you. Hit me up 
up if you need me to pray for anything specific. Go check me out on TikTok and anywhere else in the description. Uh, but I will see y'all next time.